0: There is no name like the name of our God, because there is no one like our God. The many divine names used in Scripture reveal His perfect nature. Let's open the Word of God today with Scott Pauling and learn more about the name.
1: On our final day of studying the name, I want to bring you to the last book of the Bible, even to the last page of the Bible in just a moment. And I want you to see God's lasting name. We know, of course, that our God is the eternal God. He he continues and is always the same. Well, His name reflects that in the final revelation of Jesus Christ. For the record, let me just say, this may be our last study of the name, but I hope it won't be your last study of the name. In fact, I hope this will stir your heart to go back through the Word of God and study all the names of God, the names connected to the Father and the Son and the Spirit, the name of God in the Old Testament, the name of God in the New Testament, and allow the name of God to affect your life. Here's our passage today. Would you take in one hand Revelation chapter 1 and in the other hand Revelation chapter 22? So the first chapter and the last chapter of the climactic book of the Bible, God tells us the same thing about His name. Revelation chapter 1, verse number 8, He says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. And then... If you look at Revelation chapter 22 and verse number 13, he says this, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Isn't this a beautiful thought? That at the beginning of the revelation of Jesus Christ and at the end of the revelation of Jesus Christ, the Lord reminds us who He is and who is He. He says, I am Alpha and Omega. All right, what is Alpha and Omega? Uh, Years ago, in college, I took uh, several classes, actually, in Greek. and We know that the New Testament was written in the Greek language. And we didn't study Greek to to correct our Bible. We studied Greek so that we could uh, do word studies and that type of thing as a tool and resource. And it was most helpful. I must say that I took Greek, but all of it didn't take on me. But there are several things that I do remember and that I do use Uh, One of them is just the Greek alphabet. You've got to start with the alphabet, the most basic thing. And that's what the Lord does. Isn't it beautiful to see the profundity wrapped up in simplicity here? God reveals himself using the first letter and the last letter of the alphabet. It would be like me saying today something is true from A to Z. If I say something is A to Z, I mean by that it is complete. Do you see it's a reference to the completeness of Christ, to the completeness of our God He is A, He is Z, and He is everything in between. Whatever you need, you find in the name of our God. And then he presses it. He says, I'm not only Alpha and Omega. He says it this way, I'm beginning and end. The beginning of what? We remember where our study of the name started, Genesis 1-1, in the beginning God. He's the beginning of every good thing. And then He's not only the beginning, He is the end of everything as well. Of him, through him, and to him are all things, Paul wrote. So it's all coming back to God. And then he presses it even further. He says, I am Alpha and Omega. I'm beginning and end. And then he says, I'm first and last. First, of course, is a reference to his preeminence. Colossians chapter number 1, he's the firstborn in creation. He's the firstborn in resurrection. He is the firstborn in the church. He's the first. And then he's also the last. In other words, he's going to have the final say. Now what is true in this world, what is true in Scripture, is also true in our lives. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, looking unto Jesus, the author and the, what? Finisher of our faith. Friends, he started this work in you. He's going to finish it. Being confident of this very thing, that he who hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He is your Alpha and Omega. He is your beginning and ending. He is your first and last. And so this is the lasting name that God wants us to meditate upon. Let me give you a few applications. If you look at the use of the name and what it is connected to, you're reminded of several things about the nature of our God. Remember, the name reveals the nature. First of all, he says, I am Alpha and Omega. I am. Listen to those words. Does that sound vaguely familiar? If you've been with us all through this study, you'll remember that the great I am is a reference to Jehovah God, to covenant God, to the God who makes promises and keeps the promises, who always fulfills what he foretells. So first of all, his word continues. When he says, I am Alpha and Omega, he's saying, look, you, you have always been able to trust me. I am the trustworthy God. You can continue to trust me all the way into the unknown. When earth recedes, when time fades... When everyone else is gone, God says, I'll still be here. So his word is continuing. Then he says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come. So not only does does his word continue, but his presence continues. Look, friends, he's here to stay. He always has been here. He is here with us right now at this dark moment in human history. And He always will be here. He always will be with us. So we have a reminder about His abiding presence. The God who said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Lo, I am with thee always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Literally to the end of the age. When everything else begins just to disappear, God says, I'll still be there. In fact, I would go so far as to say when everything here disappears, then we will have a greater understanding of the appearing of our God. Everything else will just fade into oblivion, but the God of eternity will still be there. And then one more truth. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. So it's a reference not only to the fact that His Word continues and His presence continues, but His power continues. Here's the name, Almighty. Remember the Almighty God from the Old Testament? Well, here He is again. His power hasn't waned, uh, hasn't faded one iota, not one bit. Are you discouraged today? Are you a little in despair about either your own weakness or all of the opposition that seems to have come against us? Let me just remind you that God's power is just as great and strong as it has always been. It can never increase because it's perfect, and it will never decrease because He is perfect you can trust the almighty God. And I want to challenge you today to take the name. Would you say it today? Would you say the name Alpha and Omega? Would you, would you refer to him as beginning and ending? Would you remind yourself and others that he is the first and the last? I wonder from all of these studies of the name, do you have a favorite name? Uh, Is there one that just stands out to you? Perhaps you want to use that one frequently. But I want to challenge you. Make a list of these names of God and many more besides that we've not discussed and use them. Use them in prayer. Use them devotionally. Use them in witnessing. Use them in teaching. Use them just to think on. Take a name a day and ponder how good God is and how great God is and how glorious God is. Oh, friend, there is so much wrapped up in the name not only about His nature, but about our deepest needs. We need God. We need the great I Am. And I am grateful to say we have Him. Our Father, we thank You. In the name above every name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ today, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, that we have access to You and we have the authority of Your name. I pray that the sweet name of our God would mean more to us than ever before. And I pray from this day forward, when we speak the name, we will do so with greater reverence and greater joy. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: We were told in Acts 4, verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can place your faith in Him now. And God promises, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We encourage you to listen to all of our studies in this series and find other helpful tools on our website. If you would like to support this Bible teaching ministry, you may do so at EnjoyingTheJourney.org. Thank you for helping us reach others with the gospel. Thank you.